Even if you do everything right, having a difficult team member can be a real challenge and make things tough. So for this reason, we're going to go over seven steps for dealing with a difficult team member. You're listening to the Project Bliss Podcast, where we dive into project management and leadership skills to help you have an amazing career. I'm Lee Espy, project management and career coach with 20 years of experience in project management, working in diverse environments in both the U.S. and abroad. But this podcast is about you and how you can have the most amazing career in project management. This is a career that lets you continue to grow, serve, create, collaborate, and earn a great income while you're doing it. So join me and learn how to level up your career. Now, since you're here listening to me, I know you're looking for ways to grow and do things better. You're a great team player. You want the best for your team and for your project. You plan your projects well and you get stakeholder sign-off. You plan for risk. You follow your checklists and you double-check to be sure. And you love your work. But, If you've got a difficult team member who's constantly causing trouble, this can make your job miserable. I know firsthand I've been there. I think we all have. And you've got enough to worry about without this added to the mix. You need to know how to handle this and stay focused on your project rather than worrying about behavior problems from team members. Before we go further, let me be clear. If you feel threatened, that is a more serious issue that needs to be escalated. But if your team member's behavior is less serious and you need to find a way to work more productively without letting their behavior make you crazy or damage your project, follow the seven steps that I've got for you for dealing with a difficult team member. Number one, acknowledge the problem. Now, it may seem like the easiest thing to do, is just to ignore the problem. But if you ignore it, the problem's going to continue and it could even cause more damage to your team. It could impact morale and have other negative impacts on the success of your project. So take a step back and look at the situation. Are there factors to consider that may be causing the problem? For example, let me give you a situation I had that may illustrate well. Several years ago, I worked with a team member who was constantly stressed and threatened to quit every few weeks. She was a critical resource that we really could not afford to lose. It would have negatively impacted everybody. Plus, her outbursts were stressful to everybody on the team. But after looking at the big picture, I realized that many other projects needed her at the same time. She had lots of different conflicting priorities, and no clear direction. So once I fully understood the situation, we were able to address it. Rather than ignoring it and letting it get worse, the team found a solution that worked well for everybody. We were able to sit down every two weeks, go over our schedules, and clearly outline what the steps were for everybody involved. And that way, everybody that needed her as a resource was able to schedule... Um, without conflicting dates, and she felt confident that she didn't have conflicts, and she felt supported by the team, and she was no longer stressed. It was really a great solution, and it only happened because we stopped and stepped back and took a look at the big picture to understand how we could address it. Number two, be direct and talk about it. Speak to your team member about the problem. Approach the conversation respectfully and do it privately. Don't bring this up in front of everybody. This is a private matter out of respect for your team member. 
Focus on the behavior. Don't label your team member. Don't blame your team member, but be very behavior specific. Instead of saying you're lazy, you're incompetent, say you've missed the last three due dates. That's very specific, and they know exactly what you're talking about. Also, let the team member know the impact that their behavior has on the project or the team. So you might say, when the design document isn't delivered on time, the developer can't start her work on schedule. Or you might say, when you shoot down everybody's idea in the meeting, people become discouraged and they don't want to share. This lets them know not only what they're doing, but the negative impact that their behavior has. Number three. Listen. Listen to what the team member shares about the situation. Give them time to talk and use active listening. You're going to gain insight into their perspective and more information about the problem. You may find it's as simple as miscommunication regarding expectations. Once I had a team member who was constantly late on deliverables, but once we talked about it, she shared that she didn't understand the deadline fully. I realized that I needed to be more clear, more specific about the details and what I expected from the deliverable. And this helped ensure that we were aligned on due dates. But it was only because I listened to her perspective and her side of the story. And we had a much better understanding after that. Number four, come up with a solution for the situation and the team member. Once you've had an initial discussion about the problem, then you can come up with a solution. Ask the team member if they have any ideas. Work together to come up with a way to fix the problem. And if they help craft the solution, they have more buy-in and they have more ownership for implementing the solution. Now you're partners on it instead of fighting against one another. Number five, stay professional. Don't spread gossip. Don't take it personally and keep your calm throughout the situation. Number six, pay attention and follow up. Once a plan is in place for a solution, track the situation to see if it's improving. You might do this by simply observing the team and watching to see if the situation has improved, or you might actively discuss the situation with your team member. If you do see improvement, let them know that you appreciate it. Number seven, know when to escalate. You shouldn't let the behavior go on too long. If you don't see any effort for improvement and it threatens your project, escalate. There's only so much you can do as a project manager, especially if you don't have formal management authority over this team member. When you do escalate, be specific about the behavior. Rather than speaking in vague terms, use examples and tell about specific behaviors to illustrate your situation. So rather than saying John's always a jerk or Jane never gets her work done, instead say John repeatedly speaks disrespectfully to the team and Jane continues to miss deadlines and commitments that she's made to the team. This is very clear and concrete, and this will help management get a better picture, a better understanding of what the situation is. Then give the boss more to go on, such as what you've done to try to remedy the situation and the risk involved if nothing changes. This is going to give them a much better picture of what's going on and a better idea of how to handle the situation. So there we go. Seven steps to handle a difficult team member. Dealing with a difficult team member is never pleasant. It is 
always difficult and nobody likes it. But by following these seven steps, you've got a plan you can follow to make it easier. It's going to take some of the stress off trying to figure out what to do. Here's your plan for what to do. I hope you found this information helpful, and hopefully you don't have to use it. That's best case scenario. But if you do, I hope you find this helpful. So here's to successful teams. You've been listening to the Project Bliss Podcast with Lee Espy. Thank you for listening. You'll find more information on project management, leadership, and career skills, such as templates, guides, and workbooks on my website at projectbliss.net. And let me know if you have questions or ideas for future topics. Until next time, do good work.